We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Alexander. McCollum staying with him. Spins, gets inside. Left-handed off the glass. Oh, what a sweet move. Giddy, tough spot. Back door. What a pass. What a play. And Jada picks the pocket of Trey Young. He'll take it himself. This is Dart. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast. Coming to you live Wednesday, August 16th. We are brought to you by DailyThunder.com and the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. I've got my guy Nick Crane with me tonight. Wow, first up. Let's go. We've also got Taylor Peterson in the house. I'm here, ready for this uh this game that Nick's been teasing. Hey, I got to say, anytime that I've handed the show over to Nick, <laughs> it has gone wildly successful. I think this Agreed. man is gunning for That's my I'm job. Excited. I'm going to be be out a gig here pretty soon because of Nick. So uh, who I'm wants more responsibility now. with no increase in pay? That ain't happening. <laughs> you can keep your job. Only Jacob. Uh, poor guy. <laughs> it's the, uh, the education system has beat me down. I'm used to it by now. More work, no pay. So, guys, we've had some more FIBA ball. Josh Giddy has played two exhibition games now. Looked pretty good in both of them. His team lost last night against Brazil. Did they play Brazil? I'm not even sure right? they played. <laughs> I, I think it was Brazil I, because I, they went up against Bruno Caboclo <clears throat> and uh, had trouble, although Australia was missing some guys. Josh has looked good, though. Uh, Shea, play, Shea and Lou play tomorrow thursday i think at 2 30 central time, time yep uh, and they play spain i believe which should be oh, a good yep. matchup be uh, matchup so i i do not believe usman garuba is playing he's got an ankle injury that he sustained in spain's first exhibition game we've also got everyone's favorite some pickup run footage of <laughs> chet holmgren kevin durant trey young uh who else was in those runs kevin herter michael porter jr michael porter jr so that's fun. Um, I think we're just really desperate for basketball, yeah. guys. I think that's that's all this means. You're a junkie. This is true. This is true. Well, I'll some FIBA. Um, like I'm ready for that. FIBA games, which will be. Very I'm ready nice. for that. I uh, I am not ready to stay awake until like 3 a.m. watching FIBA basketball, or waking up at 3 a.m. to watch FIBA basketball. So I might just have to watch replays. But on the bright side, if you're a multi-sport watcher, college football and NFL football are like right around the corner. So, yep. Well, guys, I thought so. Before we do Nick's game tonight, I wanted to to play an uncontested classic with you guys. Specifically, though, looking at some best case and worst case scenarios for the Thunder this season. Um, so we're gonna play a game of this or that. But these statements are going to be very lopsided. So one is like super positive. The other is super negative. But the idea is to see 
like what's the the best outcome or the worst outcome for the Thunder this season? Does it make sense? If you are new to the show, this or that is a super simple game. I just read off a statement, and one of these two guys will choose this, the first statement, or that, the second statement. They'll argue their point. We can debate a little bit before we move on to the next one. I've got six statements for you guys tonight. That means three apiece. Nick, you get the first one. This or that. Chet Holmgren is a top two rookie of the year voting or he misses both all rookie teams. Which one is more likely, this or that? This. Um, I think it will be really, really hard to be top two in rookie of the year voting. Um, I think Scoot's the obvious one people think about, but there's going to be other guys that just are really, really good as rookies and have the opportunity to do so. Um, to me, it would really take an injury and a significant one at that for him to not make either team. I think just like the the impact on both ends that he has, even if he does is not like a big score or um, you know he gets bullied a bit on defense, like he he does enough things that are going to stick out and, and voters will will put him on their ballot. Um, so I would put my eggs in the basket of him having a really good rookie season much more than I would a significant injury. Taylor, you agree with that? Quite literally uh, what I already had. I I agree with that completely. I think Chet might score more than people have been thinking, more than we've said on this podcast. Just the longer the summer's gone on, I know like the pickup run stuff doesn't mean anything. I know the Phoebus stuff isn't super important. But just seeing some stuff from from those types of games and thinking about how this team is going to fit together. I just think like it's very clear to me that Mark Dagnall and, and this coaching staff, their philosophy is cut, move the ball. Uh, the ball moves faster than the man and make the game as easy as possible. And I think Chet is going to be a cheat code in that sense that Shea or Josh or Dub are going to draw so much attention, especially on drives to the basket, that they're going to have so many easy dump-offs for Chet Holmgren. I think the dude is going to maybe score more than we expect just because how... It's going to be difficult for him as a rookie, but I think his teammates are going to make the game so much easier for him. I agree. You add his skill set again. To your point, Jacob, not a lot of defense being played. I think from the highlights we did see, though, is like the self-creation that he has offensively is really underrated. Um, he's going to continue to have to tighten up that handle still look loose. Yeah. But see, for me, it's like not even the self-creation stuff. Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's a guaranteed points, right? It's the lob threat. Yeah. It's the, uh, it's the passing the, from the creators, the dribble handoff into a screen, into a roll. And he's wide open at the basket because you got to stick two on Shea when he turns the corner. I mean, it's you almost know? like he's guaranteed 10 points a game. Just off of yeah, that. Eight, eight to ten points a game, just off like garbage points, just off catching right. a pass underneath the rim and laying it in. Or a put back or whatever it may be. I just I think the game is gonna come really easy for him playing around the guys that he's gonna play with and playing in the system that he's in gonna system, play in. Yeah. I think Nick's spot on. Uh, I think the only reason uh, the that in this situation would occur would be injury. I think that's fair. Next, this or that. This one's for Taylor. Taylor, this or that, the Thunder are a top five seed in the West or they miss the playoffs and the play-in. This one's pretty easy. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> this one is pretty easy for me as well as I go with the this and not the that because I, I think if you had, and again, it, this is kind of uh, polarizing on purpose, but I think, Jacob, if you had left off the play-in part, I'd be a little more torn on this. But regardless, like the West, it's way more competitive. I completely agree and understand that. But still, I think there's so much opportunity, especially for a Thunder team, as we've talked a lot about, with a lot of uh, continuity, a lot of uh, a a system that's already in place, adding some talented players who already fit the system that is in place, and just continued growth from these young guys. Like there is a real world, I think, where this Thunder could find themselves with a top five seed in the West. And it wouldn't just completely floor me. It's actually kind of a fun one I need to keep in mind for our preseason bets podcast because I think that's one worth really debating more. Um, it, it would be a really fun preseason bet, but 
again, I'm not really throwing out hard stats here. I'm still going with the this. I will take you up on that bet when the day comes and we do that. There podcast. we go. Um, I also would not be shocked if they made a top five seed. Um, I think it's also likely, or there's a real chance that they miss the top 10 seeds. Assuming the West stays as competitive as we think, like there's always the injuries. Um, there's, there's also the chance that the injuries reside in Oklahoma city. Like that's, yeah, that's there's equally, always that team that underperforms as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but to your point, that's like a blanket, like there's always going to be injuries and yes, it could be us, but it could also be the Warriors. It could also be the Lakers, you know, like could be, but I think sense, I, you kind of have to take that out of the equation where we're making preseason predictions. Otherwise they're just completely irrelevant. Not necessarily. If you, if you, if you think if, if every team in the West lost their best player, then where do you, a, I think we that, just found next Wednesday's uh podcast segment. That's a really dismal, <laughs> really, really like dismal that. podcast. But, but that's how you have to think about it. I think it's, that's, that's why fair. it's not a blanket statement is because, OKC losing Shea versus the Warriors losing Steph. Like both teams would be much worse, but I think the Warriors are better suited to to stay above water. I actually disagree with that, but your example is accurate. If we go, I with think bringing like in Chris Paul changes that for the Warriors. Yeah. That could be a fun podcast, though. Could be yeah, go through but, the West, take like take the best player off of each team. Yeah, and then decide the standings. Um, I agree with the overall point, though, Nick that specific example I'm, I'm a little torn on, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, maybe this is hot. I see the Thunder's floor in the West next year is 11. I don't see them being worse than Houston, San Antonio, Portland, or Utah. Mm-hmm. To me, Agreed. those are like the four bottom guy, the four bottom teams in the West. So that would put the next spot is OKC at 11. Like I think that might be their floor next year. I think I think eleven is likely their floor, but I don't think eleven is out of the question. At I, the same time, agree, agree. That's fair. You know, there's so much variance. You know, um, what happens with the Clippers? Uh, the Suns are like an injury, like a, a KD missing fifteen games away from possibly struggling because that team doesn't have much depth. You know. Um, I don't know, Minnesota underachieved last year, and I don't know how much better they got, although Ant is an absolute dog. You guys see that clip from oh, uh, yeah. FIBA practice today? Yeah, Where cool. uh, Triple J just completely, business decision, went away. Yeah, and, Ant uh, says, jump, aren't you the defensive player of the year? Like, <laughs> Speaking of dog, 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 it is a practice. So I ain't jumping is- either if I'm Triple J. <laughs> This is just simply a notification I got from uh, my sleeper app, but they're usually pretty accurate. And they they quoted or they yeah they quoted a accurate source, Pompey on Sixers. James Harden has expressed a desire to play a season in China per Pompey on Sixers. Every time I come here, the love is just like it's crazy. You know what I mean? So I feel like they deserve to actually see me come play here. Love is always crazy. I wish we had Keith? Silva on the pod for the sounder. Oh, Pompey is a is gosh. a legit. Legit, He's a legit Sixers source. reporter. But I wonder if he tweeted that out as a joke and it was picked up as real. Yeah, that's see, or if it was time a fake to learn account. Chinese, buddy. I'm worried it might be a fake account. I just need to find the actual source. Anyways, no, he, he uh, tweeted out a story that that has a has the words China after remarks about Daryl Moore. I just wonder if it was a joke in the article that was taken. Is you never know. Yeah, I, I would have to read right. it. I, I have no clue. Agreed. Oh, here you Keith, go. You're Keith right. Here's the article. Keith is legit. Yeah. No, All right. Let's go um, on to our wow. next this or that and not talk about James Harden. Nick, you are up. This or that. SGA is in the top five of the MVP voting next season, or he misses both All NBA and All Star selections next year. Oh. <sighs> That's really freaking hard. That's what she said. <laughs> I don't think it is at all. Then why don't you kick us off? Taylor, I, no, I this will. is Nick's. He's got to answer okay. it. Okay. Taylor's also the eternal sunshine pumper. Correct. <laughs> I'm kind of the opposite. But he's already. Uh, that's why this like, game is fun with you two. It's I, so similar to the first one, though. It would have to be injury for him not to make a all-star all-NBA team. It? It's what? not all-star and, oh, sorry, all-star and all-NBA team. They had to make both again. 
My no, no my, basically I'm saying either he's top five in MVP or he makes nothing. My case oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. my my case for and the reason I'm going with that that he misses all star in all NBA is because we cover a team that has a real philosophy in development is lot that's not linear. And we've seen it before with Shea. Not that this is like what you should expect from him or he's gonna take a step back. But with Shea, like two years ago, he had these ridiculous numbers from an efficiency standpoint, and his three-point numbers were off the charts, and he made this big leap. And then the year after, it was like some of those numbers came down. He was almost equally as good, but not better. Like th- there is a world where it's hard for Shea to replicate what he did last season. And because of that, it's not that I don't think he has the ability to be top five in MVP voting, especially if the team's good. But I think as good as he was last year, to ask him to replicate that and be better is crazy high expectations. Is there a world where he misses all-star and all-NBA, but the team is better? I think so, yeah. And, and, and I don't think that's... I don't think Shea taking a step back from a statistical standpoint especially scoring means he got worse, right? Like if Shea averaged 27 a game this year, which would be a, a significant step back mm-hmm. um, four points, yeah, but, but, but the team's better. Like, I, I think those could actually go hand in hand. Interesting. See, I don't, I don't disagree with that, but just if I had to pick between the two extremes that Jacob has given us, I just don't see a world where Shea's performing at this level that he is and is healthy um, where he doesn't at least make an all-star or all-NBA team. Um, like, again, I, there's a world where he isn't an all-star, but maybe makes third team all-NBA next year to Nick's point, takes a step back statistically, but is still playing at, at just as high of a level, um, impacting the game at a higher level maybe even, um, but just isn't scoring as much. And I totally get that. But between the two extremes, like I just think it's way more likely he's going to finish four or five in the MVP race than not make an all-star or all-NBA team given that he's healthy the whole season, which is why to, I kind of compared it to that first one with Chet. To completely contradict myself, and I think that's the point of this game is like... And to agree with Taylor? Kind of. Uh, <laughs> these are scenarios that are like ultra extreme, so we're just like set up to look like idiots because there's no middle ground. Um, I think if the... if we said if Shea took a step back statistically, but the team was better, we've probably never seen a team that is a playoff team and a good team in the Western Conference not get an all-star nod. True. So like to contradict my initial point, if the team is playing really well, the Thunder are going to get an all-star. And barring a J-Dub or a Chet or just like some kind of crazy outburst, it would probably be Shea. So to contradict yeah, myself, like it's, it's, not to... It, it would be a it would be a very strange scenario where that happened. And it's so, also so this, this kind of leads me to too. another question, which is kind of fun. Um, not related, well, kind of related to the last question, but not related to the this or that. If I were to tell you that the Thunder do have an All Star this upcoming season, a guy will make the All Star team. What percentage would you give it that that All Star is Shea? 80 like very high and i love josh and i, I love, think 80 is low i think 80 is low i was okay. thinking like 97 yeah it, it would take an it, it would take here's a scenario shea gets hurt <clears throat> call it uh christmas time and the thunder are five games above 500 and then his absence jade ever josh played an all-star level and carry them for a few months and get the nod and shea comes back after the all-star break healthy yep that would have to be the scenario yeah, I think if you were to say the Thunder get one All-Star next year, divide the percentage chance that it, of which guys, for me, it, 95% Shea, 3% Josh, 2% Doug, and that's it. Like, I think that's how I would divide it up. Assuming health. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. On the other side, we will finish this or that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we are back. Okay, I think we are on to Taylor for the next this or that. Taylor, this or that, Jay Will becomes a regular rotation piece and plays every game he's healthy, or we're having the JRE discussion about Jay Will next offseason. Yeah, so uh, time to switch gears here and no longer be the sunshine pumper. I, I, I think that is more likely in this scenario, and that's just given the depth of this Thunder team, the players that they are bringing in. And I understand the need for Jay Will, uh, especially as a backup big, quote unquote big, right? Positionless big, given um, how the roster is currently constructed. But we saw Kendrick Williams play small ball center. We're going to see Usman Jang potentially a small ball center. Uh, we're going to see guys like that at Casey Wallace is going to be inserted into the rotation because they want to develop these guys with high upside. It doesn't mean Jay Will doesn't possess more upside per se, but he's just being completely honest, I don't see where he possesses the same kind of upside as a Casey Wallace at this point, or a, a Usman Jang, or even a Poku. So for all those reasons, it's just he's really going to have to battle hard, I think, to maintain regular minutes. I, I think I'm going to go with that. Interesting. Um, since this is an objective question. What is the JRE uh, conversation? Eligible to be with... eligible to be cut because you're bringing in younger guys in the draft next year. I'll go with that, but it is not because Jay will took a huge step back, like like JRE didn't. And to Jerry's defense, like he got hurt. Um, I could see a world in which the Thunder are buyers and i say that lightly at the deadline like buyers in the sense that they get a marginal piece like they they cash in the five second round picks like we saw last year for a few teams and get a really really solid backup center and it's more of like not that jay will took a step back or is bad or there's like they're they're gonna bring in a, a young center but maybe there's a scenario where there's just not minutes because they actually have center depth now you know I could see that, and I think that's a likely conversation. I like it. That's an interesting one. It's a rough one because I like Jay Will a lot. I think he's got a lot yeah. of tools they really like. Um, but interesting, nonetheless. Nick, we are back to you. This or that. Josh Giddy takes a third-year leap and is mentioned as a possible all-star, or there are too many mouths to feed and he falls out of the quote-unquote Thunder top four discussion. Can I ask a clarifying question? Yes. Top four discussion for the future or for the season? For the future. People say, like, this team is Josh, Dub, Chet, and Shea. You know, like, they, they've got their four. They're going to move forward. They're going to try to bring in more guys. Right now, like, I am very, very high on Josh right now. Yeah. Yeah. So your right. options are there's some is Josh Giddy gonna get some all-star votes? Yeah. 
type of conversation next season? Or do we get to, uh, I don't know if he's part of the core four. He's like a trade candidate before his rookie extension type of thing. Yep. Yep. Um, similar to the last answer, it would have to be like the Thunder trade for a star guard. And then it's hard for Josh to, to be in the core four, if you will. Um, but I think if they traded for a star guard, Josh would probably be in the trade. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm leaning very, 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 very heavily on give me this that he'll have a third year leap, third year leap and is being talked about as like a maybe not making the all-star team, but like he gets some votes and um, come like the fan votes being done. Like we're asking the question and we're having podcasts talking about like, Oh, could, could Josh sneak in? Like, I think that's much more likely. I like it. People forget. I think how young he is. Like he's not going to be 21 till the season starts. He's already got two years of NBA experience. He's the the main guy on Team Australia in FIBA basketball. Like he's on a great trajectory to be a really really good NBA player. And I think Frankly, sometimes we just like if he would have got drafted in this last draft cycle, he's what one of the youngest 20th 20 players. This is one of my this is one of my game questions. Don't give it away. <laughs> okay, sorry. It's leading us uh, into it. No, I mean to your point. Um, I don't think this is a hot take. It's kind of statistical and factual. Josh at twenty is better than Shea was at twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Very he's on a great point. trajectory, and I think the biggest thing for him is continuing to get better defensively and the three ball. And if those two things can continue to improve, which you would believe a 20-year-old can get better, you're on a a great track to have a really freaking good NBA player. He just recently turned 21. Give my guy some credit. I thought he didn't turn 21 until October. He doesn't. Oh, why did I think that he just had a 21st birthday? Maybe I'm thinking of the Vegas quote. I think that was Trey (laughs) Mann. Ah, gotcha. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Josh is 21 until October. Until October. October. Taylor, you get the last this or that. With the addition of Kaysen and Chet, OKC vaults to a top six defense next year, or they get exposed and fall to the bottom 10. For reference, last season, I think they ended at 12 or 13th overall in defensive efficiency. So this one is asking you, will they be top six or will they be bottom 10? So a bottom third team, or a top, what is that? Top fifth team, I guess. Yeah, yeah, top sixty. I'm going with this. Uh, I think just given the system, we've talked a lot about system in this exercise, which I like. Uh, the system that Dignall has in place. I mean, we've seen him even last or two seasons ago now. Um, just how great they were defensively, based off their style of play, and not even so much the players they had in place. And I'm, I'm thinking. I mean. I think Kaysen is a great defender and will continue to develop and become a great defender, especially point of attack defender. We've talked a lot about this uh, throughout the summer, but Chet's impact <laughs> again, sound like a broken record. We don't need to go into detail here uh, it, before we transition into Nick's game, but you add a player of Chet's caliber on the defensive end of the, of, of the four who fits so well within the team construct and Dignall's uh, defensive uh, system and, and just things that he's put in place, I, I, I don't see how they wouldn't be around a top six defense in this league, especially compared to like being bottom 10. Yeah, I mean, look, that this team is bought into the system. Mark clearly knows what he's doing on that end of the floor. Uh, I'd say every player they added this offseason, I mean, that's hard to say because they added like a bunch of guys that are going to get cut. Every guy they drafted or traded for with the intention of potentially keeping is either a really good defender or is not a liability. And so like I just I just don't see a world where they're worse. Do I think they could be they could be top six? That's hard. But I think that's much more likely than them falling. There's just there's just limited scenarios. That's a that's a real thing. Any chance they you we've talked about the defensive system and the way Mark does things with a player as unique as Chet defensively. And especially when the thunder played switchy small ball 
a lot last last year. Is there a world in which they change the defensive philosophy and try something new that doesn't work out nearly as well? Um, I mean, yes, I, I think personnel really dictates how you can play, whether that's good or bad. I, I think there's going to be change in the way they play. Um, so that's, that's actually a, a really interesting scenario to think about, but I, I still think I'm taking vaulting than, than falling. Yeah, I think especially, I think their bench defense is going to be like one of the better bench defensive units in the league. When you consider like Kaysen is probably coming off the bench. Kenny Hustle is coming off the bench. Uh, maybe you have Jay Will coming off the bench or Oos or Poku. I think they're going to have some real versatility off the bench. And I think they're going to be able to defend really good against other bench units. Um, you know, maybe, maybe the Thunders bench unit doesn't score as much, but I think there's a chance that they could be like one of the best defensive second units in the league. And that'll help you a ton whenever those other guys come off that you can slow the other team down and just let your starters come back at some point. And the other teams only put four, six, eight points on the board and, in five, six minutes. Yeah. Like that's massive in this era of the NBA. I think they're going to have a really good bench defense. And if the, the starters gel and the defense is what we think it can be, I think this is going to be a team that could like possibly lead the league in stocks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and not a defensive comment, but I think it's worth mentioning because you brought up the, the bench. Um, some of the really, really, really good NBA teams we see every year have floor generals that run the second unit to a degree where there's not like there, there's a drop off in talent on the floor, but there's not a drop off in production or like flow of the game or like the way you play. And I think Mitchich is maybe the perfect backup point guard for this particular team, like crafty playmaker can score when he needs to. He's also a great facilitator when he needs to do that too. Um, deep range, like knocks down threes. But then you also have Casey Wallace, who's like this poised, proven, although young, can take some time. Also a guy that can like run the second unit and either be a passer or a scorer. So I just think, and this is a defensive question, but just like turn it on its head. This bench, I think this year could actually be really, really special. I agree. They have a lot of swing guys, a lot of guys that are going to need to show their potential. I think like Usman Jang and in like specifics, but they they could have a really fun bench, and I think the def- the defense on the bench could be really good. Um, but yeah, I, I think of Lou Shea Dub Chet. I think of the blocks, the uh, the steals they can get. Like I think they could be a top two or three team in the league yeah. in stocks next year for sure. Yeah. All right. That was this or that. Let's take our next break of the night. And then Nick is going to take over the show and we're going to play whatever game he has cooked up. I believe Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, but the people in the, in the live stream tonight are going to have to participate in this one. They sure are. So before we actually go to break, just real quick, I'm going to drop a link in the chat. This is going to be an interactive game called, are you smarter than the uncontested. We already know you are. Like, there's no doubt about it. Look who I'm on the show with. Of course you guys are smarter than us. This is the <laughs> chance to prove it. So I'm going to drop a link in the comments. If you're listening to this after the fact and not live, um, pause the show during this ad break, take the quiz, and then you can follow along and enjoy as we go. We'll uh, we'll tweet the quiz out. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, uh, cool. Taylor's brother is in the chat saying we're dropping a Kahoot, which makes me laugh as a as an educator. That's hey, it's a... actually the free version of Kahoot. Ah. If you just need a Kahoot, you should have hit me up. Well, I, then I would have given away what you were doing. I didn't want you to get an edge. If you want to get, get an edge. Uh, if you want to get some school age kids fired up, you start that intro Kahoot, Kahoot music, lose their goddamn minds. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we are back. Nick, do I need to take this quiz as well? 
I mean, if they're going to prove they're smarter than the uncontested, then we've got to get the uncontested to get a score. So yeah, you and Taylor are both taking it from your phone. I'll be okay. sharing my screen. Um, Wait, can you send it on our Slack then? <laughs> yeah, Matt Clarkson in the chat said that if you click the link, it may take you away from YouTube if you're watching us live on YouTube. So um, you may right like click it and click right open click in your it tab or, or whatever. Copy it Perfect. and put it in a, um, a different browser. So I dropped it in the Slack Perfect. for you, Taylor. Thank um, you. Join from your phone. We'll give everybody a few seconds here. And I'll start sharing my screen in the meantime. Cool. Jacob is in, Matt is in. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's like, yeah, this is a live thing. Hey, we're getting a hand. So, yeah, we'll give give the listeners a few more moments to get some more people in here. This one should be pretty fun. Yeah. Very cool. Right. So it looks like we've got eight so far. Nine. This is your chance to prove it. I think Hayden Peterson might be the uh, Vegas favorite to win this one. (laughs) He's going to fail. Flunk. I put I put a time okay, so let me preface this too. There's a 20 second timer on every question. It probably gives you enough time if you're quick on Google. Don't do it. Don't be that guy. Let's see your real oh. knowledge. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's no fun advantage to to beating somebody or winning something when you cheated it. Like using AI or head. Google. Do I sound like a teacher now, Jacob? A little bit. <laughs> you, you're gonna run us through uh um what is that essay grader um scantron no scantrons are the best though because you don't have to grade anything you put it through a machine <laughs> uh turnitin.com oh yeah, yeah turn it in. Uh, so you plagiarism. make sure we're not plagiarizing well these are fill in the blanks drop downs and multiple kids choices. today are just writing their essays with chat gpt <laughs> good smart kids yeah, until it makes their work cited page and it's all just a whole bunch of made up sources <laughs> that don't point. actually exist. That's a good point. All right. We are going to click start. If you haven't gotten in yet, I think you probably missed the mark. We got one more person. Got one more, more coming second. in last minute. There we go. So a few awesome. more coming in. Three, two, one, start. All right, this is live. You got 20 seconds for each, so I wish we had some music. Who in this group had the most blocks in a Thunder uniform last season? Darius Baisley, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, or Mike Scala? I don't like the answer I picked, (laughs) which means you know who I picked. Time's up. Oh, I should have known this one. I'm a genius. The answer was Josh Giddy. Only two people. Both the Peterson brothers. They're cooking the books over here. Wow. You had a lot of Darius Bailey's. (laughs) I've got Hayden on FaceTime. Um, Why did I get 600 and and Hayden got 20 more points? Because there's also an element of who's the first to guess Uh, it. It's a speed element. Have you never played Kahoot, Taylor? I mean, I'm old. I don't think we had Kahoot back in my day. Yeah, probably not. That would mean that would mean you're okay. Never mind. Um, <laughs> moving on to the next question. This is twenty-two questions. Oh, okay. The next one. Question Ooh. says: Order this group of players by three-point percentage last season. So basically, rank them one through five in order of their three-point percentage. And then the guys are... Oh, you got to move them over here. I for those it. listening, Lindy Waters, Jared Butler, I even have a chance Isaiah to... Joe, Aaron Wiggins, Jalen Williams. Whoa, I ran out of time. Got to be quick. <laughs> All right. Question done. We'll, we'll come back at the end and, and give some of the answers to these two. So some of that you guys was are like hard. That was really hard. Me? Really hard. You got to be quick too, man. Yeah. I, I so, so did we get to know what the order was? I can tell you the order, but I think we can do that at the end. Cool. So just okay, we can get through all the questions and come back and, and some of the hard ones we can. This is talk fun. Through. Okay, that's, that's fair. Nick. I don't want to like fun. make the quiz take three hours. Um. Yeah. Next question. Three, two, one. Coming up. Twenty seconds. Reading it for the listeners. Oh. Okay. So you had blank Jeez. wins at the All Star break. Fill in. The blank. How many wins did they have? 
How do I submit? <clears throat> there's a there's a purple button there at the go. bottom Got right. It. Three, two, one. I thought 20 seconds was going to be a lot. Maybe it wasn't enough. <laughs> Leaderboard. <laughs> the, the timing is so, tough. Sorry, what was the answer on that one? Or do Ooh. we get to know this one? I'll tell you this one. 28. Oh, I guess 29. Ooh. So I was close. I was low. Did I three went, people uh, get that one right. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Are you ready for that? I'm trying to think, like, how many games even happen before the All-Star break? I know. It's hard. Because it's not really the halfway point. It's more like the two-thirds point of the season. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. Deceiving question. Very deceiving question. Next question, everybody. We only had eight people respond to that one, so make sure you're being quick. (laughs) Eight out of 14 on the only people that got that one in. Next question. Is... Who had the better true shooting percentage in a Thunder uniform last season? Jalen Williams or Isaiah Joe? This is fun. It feels like a trick question. Four, three, two. Oh, I got that was quick this time. Well, that means you might go. Dang, I, I, I was wrong. at this game, bro. Me too. I am very bad. <laughs> Me too. So the right it answer, was the obvious answer was Isaiah Joe. Do you, do you have the numbers? Uh, I'll pull those up at the end as well. Okay. I do have them in my notes, but I don't want to pull that up right now. Cool. So three out of 13 got that one right. I thought Nick was trying to be tricky there. Apparently everybody else uh-uh. did too. I really, Isaiah <laughs> Joe's must have been really good. Um, I guess really, threes count for so really much. Good. I'm excited to see because yeah. J Dubs was was nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's why I thought right. it was a trick question. On to the next. I do have some trick ones in here, but I also like was thinking about reverse tricking, where it's like this one is yeah. not. You should never think this. One. <laughs> we know you well, and so yeah, yeah. that was that was wise, very wise. All right. Next question. I'm in seventh. I suck. Yeah, you do. Three, two, one. Oklahoma City's oh longest gosh. win streak of last season was blank games. Everyone should have time to fill this in. You got 20 seconds to write a single number. I was told there would be no math. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Dang. Time's up. Leaderboard. We have Dan. Yeah. Dan is, Dan is crushing, crushing it. it. Dan is Okay, since it. this is a simple one, can you tell us what the answer was? Four. Okay, <laughs> I guess five. <laughs> I went I'm seven. sure a lot of people did. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy to think about how good this team was last year. And right. they, had a four, they had two four-game wins, actually, was the answer. My thought was that Eastern Conference road trip where they lost to Miami on TNT, then beat Philly, Chicago, Brooklyn, and I can't remember who they came home and played after that. But I was like, maybe they got two at home. So... Oh, well. Fair enough. Only one person out of 10 got that one right. Next question is coming in three, two, one. Oklahoma City's longest losing streak of this season was blank games. Five seconds to answer. And as the time trickles down, the answer is given away in the question. So if you didn't get this one, I noticed that classic teacher miss up, Nick. Yep. Oh, two people got it wrong. And the answer is in the question. I, I think that just goes to show the consistency of the team. No super long losing yeah. streaks, no super long yep. winning streaks. You know, it's a good they point. Had two five game losing streaks last season. So. <laughs> Congrats to the seven of you that are smart enough to catch up on my uh, mistake there. I did not proofread this before I kind of said, screw it, let's go live. I didn't even pay attention. I was uh, trying to plug in my laptop. Oh, well. So I was got one of those there. two. Next question. Hopefully no more screw-ups. Three, two, one. How many points did the Thunder score against the Pelicans in the play-in game? 121, 126, 128, or 
they score Don't ever think points. it, Taylor. <laughs> they only score one amount. <laughs> Time is up. The answers are in. Colin Reed's Colin. coming in hot, but Dan still still leads. 123 was the answer. That was actually a, a really even close. distribution yep. of, of people guessing there. That was a that good was a fun one. game. Very. That was a really fun game. Um, next question. This is number eight out of 22. Three, two, one, go. The question is, match the following players with their respective stat average last season. Ooh. The three players are Dario Saric, Jalen Williams, and Isaiah Joe. Move quickly on this one. The stats are half a block, 100 free throw attempts, and 39.1% from three. That's a really interesting question. Oh, I, keep for, I keep forgetting to hit the submit button. Dang it. Come on. Hey, man. I got it right. Did you? Man. 100%. Nice. Where hey, am I at on the leaderboard? Number six. six. <laughs> Taylor in last place. I am now in la- uh, 11th. Wow. We'll come back out, to that one. Out of 10. Man. Come back to that one at the end. Out of 10. <laughs> Next question is coming in three, two, one. Go. Blank Williams was the third on the Thunder in defensive win shares last season at 2.6. So you got to spell the name. Yes. Ian or Ian. It should give it away. Yeah. So this might be more I of an exercise of quick thumbs. Finally. And who spells right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Woo, I got it. Shocker. The answer is J-Dub. <laughs> and... I spelt J. Will's name wrong. Oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> you put J W I L L? No, I put J A W L I N. J W J A Y L I N. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> um six out of ten. Got that one right. Moving on to the next one. By the way, Dub can play really good defense. Incredible. True. Three, two, one. Ooh, Match the following so. players with their birth years. You got four players in four years and 20 seconds. You got to move quick. You got Giddy, K. Rich, <laughs> Alexei Pokashevsky spelled the wrong way, Aaron Wiggins, and the years are 99, 94, 01, and 02. Oh, so you're just matching birth I, years. Yep. Do I have to submit? Yes. I, Bottom I right. Scroll. scroll down. Well, let me scroll. Hey, I got this one right too. It's kind of crazy to think one of these guys is 94 and one of them is 02. Yeah. <laughs> What you know what makes me really sad is I'm older scroll. than all of them. I, so I went Wiggins, K, uh, Kenny Hustle, Poku, Giddy, but it wouldn't let me scroll down to submit. Well, that's I think sucks. I got it right. suck. That's a piece of data that no one will ever remember whenever they see you in last this place. Garbage. Out. I demand well, a recount. You need a new computer and a new phone, maybe. Stop the count. Next question. <laughs> stop the count. You'd be last place. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. I said that after question one, Taylor. <laughs> Three, two, one. Who played more games for the Thunder last season? Usman Jang or Darius Baisley? I'll tell you, boys, this was two games apart. Oh, wow. I actually think I know this one, though. We'll see. We will certainly see. Three, two, one. I think I got it wrong. I, did. I got it. I did not know. I thought Us would have been a no because of injuries. That that was my thought. I thought the injuries would have played a bigger yeah. role in this. Dang! One person one got Us right. Got it right. Probably reveal yourself Dan. in the chat, Dan. Dan who are Dan you? Are you Sam? Our next co-host. <laughs> They're gonna Dan fire me Presti. for Dan. Yeah, it is Sam Presti, and that he's playing Quizit right now with us. <laughs> Next question in three, two, one. What was Lindy Waters' three-point attempt rate last season? Meaning, of all the shots he took from the floor, what percent of them were three-pointers? That's a good question. You got five seconds. Feels like a hundred. So maybe I should have gone 91 of, of these four possible... Yep, I should have. I am struggling. Me too. I overthought it. I went 83. I thought there had to be like more runouts and like wide open layups and stuff. That is a crazy number. Specialist, man. 91% of all of his shots were threes. Yep. Did you just go through stats and get get these, Nick? Because that's like, that's a really impressive, um, impressive question. 
I just that's just the things I think about when I'm in <laughs> when the shower trying to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder the percentage of <laughs> it's, it's two a.m. Trying to attempts. sleep. <laughs> How many Alindy shot attempts were from three last year? No wonder. Okay, says the guy that watches Poku highlights at three in the morning after he's hey, done playing video that games. That is true. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. All right. I agree. This I'm, is really bad. You, I am embarrassed. Welcome to the club, here. Nick. <laughs> Next question. In three, two, one, go. Where did OKC finish in net rating among NBA teams last season? 11th, 17th, 14th, 14th. Five seconds. It's a single answer. One click. Time is up. Dang, Dang I got wrong again. Me too. I thought they had climbed at the end of the year up to 11th. 14th, though, top half. That's good. Really good. That's really good. Taylor's going to, like, after this, go fact check all these. And... <laughs> I actually got this right. Hashtag fake news. Uh, net rating is a really, like, important stat, too. Yeah. yeah that's it really sweet. shows, yes. like, are you, is it kind of fluky, like, you winning games, or are you, like, really separating yourself from others? Yeah. I think it's a really good stat. Right. 100%. I mean, if you, if you lose, if you go five and five on a trip, that could seem like it's a it's a really bad like five hundred, but it could be like a bunch of two three point losses and a bunch of like 15, 20 point wins, and it's yeah, it's a whole different. And the Thunder were that one rating. year, I, I think maybe it was that thirteen fourteen season, where they were winning games by 10, 15, but only losing games by one or two, and so their net rating just ballooned. Right, um, it's really impressive. If you look at the uh, NBA champions over the past decade. I think all, if not like all but one or two, had a five or six plus net rating in the regular yep. season. So it does matter. Next question. Three, two, one. Question is, Alexei Pokashevsky is younger than blank players that were selected in the second round of the 2023 NBA draft. So Poku versus the second round selection. There's 28 selections, not 30 this year. How many is he younger than? 8, 11, 14, 17, or 19. Time is up. I'm so bad at this. The answer is 14. Wow. I guess 19. I went for the big fish there. That is exactly half the second rounders. That is crazy. It's impressive. It's nuts. Keontae Johnson could be like his uncle. (laughs) And you think Josh is even younger than them. I think Josh, I think Josh was younger than 17 guys. Okay. I think Us was, was 19 or 20. I, I put the numbers in here for the other guys too. If you guys had seen the stats before, that makes sense. that's cool. I like that. that. Yeah. I went with 11. Next question coming in hot. Three, two, one. Question is who is the oh. best uncontested <laughs> member? See, everybody's going to think it's Nick, but he's going to be over somebody different. Here. I couldn't put Kamiar in here. There's only five options. So I know everyone wants to put him. So I felt comfortable not putting him because he would win easily. <laughs> But there is only I, one. I want to see the the results of this one. Yeah, that's right. There's only one right answer. <laughs> he you did go with himself. <laughs> Let's go. Eight to, uh, oh, everybody knew. See, Nick's cooking the books. He <laughs> but he Taylor made this question. One, and so did Jacob. I, I yeah, voted for myself. Yourself. I voted for yes. See, I, just so everybody's aware, means, I voted for Nick. I was oh, correct. Smart so, guy. Somebody loves me. Somebody there. voted Probably. for Taylor. I voted for myself. <laughs> Everyone else voted for Nick. If you voted for Taylor, let us know because it's probably who is it in the chat that always says my guy Taylor. You should know if it's your guy that always says I, I my should. guy Taylor. I should. This is moving bad. on to the next question though. We're fifteen out of twenty-two. I'm gonna blow through this here. Three, two, one. Mitchett shot 111 three-pointers last season through 22 games in the BSL, which is the league in Turkey, so not including EuroLeague. What was his three-point percentage on those 111 three-point shots? 44.3, 37.2, 40.9, or 45.9? Dang it. Oh, gosh. 45%? 
That is correct. Wow. That's impressive. I thought he was lower this season compared to last. That's crazy. He was not nearly as high in EuroLeague play. Um, oh. I, I wish I knew enough about international basketball to know if there was... Yeah, because in Turkish play, he's playing against a bunch of plumbers, carpenters, <laughs> firemen. I should have I should have paid attention to the question. Hey, I don't care if you're shooting 45.9% on open gem threes. <laughs> right. Like, that's... I shot around post-workout tonight because I'm trying to get ready for our Thunder media, media pickup game that's in about a month. Mm-hmm. I do not think I shot 45.9% in the open gym, and I was like doing free throws and layups. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I, I, I know we were all uh, critical of Mitchich for the longest time. Um, he does a lot of things that will really help this team, like truly. Like he is a guy that, that should have been one of your this or that's like, I, I think he's got a real chance of an all NBA and he's going to get criticism on Twitter. All NBA. All NBA. I'm sorry. All rookie. All okay. Rookie. I was about to say, all Nick, holy uh, shit. All rookie. Um, and he's going to get criticism. Cause he turns 30 in like January and never a 30 year old rookie, but he's going to be really impactful. Silly. A Mitch. Uh, yes. Six man of the year. Next question. Come in. Does he have six man of the year odds? I don't know. Bertans, Bertans wore number blank on his jersey oh. with the Dallas Mavericks. Zero clue. <laughs> Absolute zero clue. It's I'm not letting me scroll down ridiculous. to submit my answer. No. See, that happened to me. I like Taylor. <laughs> the, okay, I got it. I got it. Pick it up with quizzes. Is that how you say this? Quizzes? Yeah. I, I got it wrong. wrong. Leaderboard. Let's check out the leaderboard here. Oh, Hayden. Jumped up. Wow. Number 44. I guess 69. 44. I like 70. Right. Those two two people Googled it. So moving (laughs) on. The next question. And it was 44 if I didn't say that. That's what he wore at the Mavericks. He was 42 in Washington. Blank Lisa Thunder. This should be a drop down question, I believe. Yep. Your options for who who leads the Thunder all time in field goal percentage. It's Steven Adams, Andre Robertson. Ennis in his Freedom, Nick Collison, Dion Waiters, Serge Ibaka, uh, and Jay I don't Dub. like this question. Uh, it should be Dion because Dion's it, always the answer. answer. Didn't answer. Who was the answer? Andre Robertson. I should have guessed Robertson. that. Oh, nobody. Nobody got it right. I didn't. Who were you going to guess, Taylor? I was going to go Collison, I think, under pressure. I, I went Ennis. Although he's shooting 0% on his social media takes. <laughs> Next uh, question. Moving on. Number 19. Question is, Chet Holmgren's single game high in stocks. Mm. So stock steals plus blocks at the college level at Gonzaga. His freshman season was blank. He did this twice. It's a single digit. Ooh. I was going to say, I tried to type in, and I, yeah, I realized it was two times one. he did this. It was a, a different combination of steals and blocks. Boom. Don't but call it a comeback. Nine. I think he did. Oh, I went eight. I think he did seven blocks, two steals, and then six blocks, three steals, but incredible. That's wild. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> He's really good. There's a chance he gets a triple double with blocks this year. There really is. That'd be yep. so sick. That's going to be one of my bets this year, I think. Ooh. I like that one. Speaking of, Taylor, don't forget the wild rotisserie chicken. Hold on. Three, two, one. Question coming in. Stay on the ball here. We're fourth quarter. Which of the following Thunder players shot 40% or better from deep last season in a Thunder uniform? Choose all that apply. So you've got four guys here to choose from. Baze, Isaiah Joe, Jay Will, and Jared Butler. Which of those four, and you can select multiple, shot above 40%? I I can't get to the submit. The oh, wow. Maybe there wasn't a cement on this one. I, I got two of them. All of them. All of them. Oh, that is wild. All of them shot forty percent or better from three in a Thunder uniform last year. Wow. wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Interesting. Nobody, nobody wanted to believe in Darius Baisley until he put a sock in their mouth. <laughs> I was the one person that put Darius Baisley. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. I went as Ajo and Jerry Butler. Wow. Jared Butler in Washington now, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. All right. Got two more questions. Three, two, 
The second ever oh, episode of the yes. Uncontested Podcast was titled Adam's Nuts, Blank, and a Bus. Fill in the blank. The answers are uh, Piranhas, Dragon Ball Z, The Drunken Dribbler, Sidewalks, Pogo Sticks, and Oak Trees. I was hoping this was going to be the uh, Jungle Squirrels, but dang it. Piranhas, I, get it I never right. would have gotten that. I did get piranhas. it right. I, you did. I forget what the context of Piranhas was in that show. <laughs> I have no clue. What no, it says zero people got it right. I guess I didn't click the submit button. That's garbage. Oh, hey, look, man. it says piranhas right there. I went Come Dragon on, Ball Z man. because uh, that was that was around that time frame. Uh, the first thing I thought our... of there was Jungle Squirrels with Justin. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna pull up our uh, our episode list here and put it in reverse order, which is what I did last night. Um, our first ever episode was pilot episode, all NBA headband team. Our fourth episode was jungle squirrels. Our fifth episode was gotcha. tickle my intestines. <laughs> so, uh, it's come a long way, boys. Yeah, we that was the first six episodes was our OG logo, the V, the giant U, the thunderbolt. Then we switched to this like retro like NBA jam looking logo. And then we switched back to the OG logo. And then we had that for a long, long time until we got a real graphics guy named Justin Peabody. And then we started looking nice. Yes. All right. Um, Let's see if I can grab the leaderboard here before I go to the next one. I don't know if I can live. No, that's a whiteboard. Um, I wish I could tell you who was leading right now, but I can't. So, this could be a make-or-break question. Somebody could already be running away with this one. But we're going into our last question here. Three, two, one. The Thunder made their first preseason appearance in blank state on October 8th, 2008 in an 88-82 preseason loss to Minnesota Timberwolves. 88-82. Montana, Louisiana, Washington, Vermont, California. Pretty sure I'm getting my answer. Yeah, should have gone Montana. That's I knew this one because our guy Carrie. Oh yep. yeah, yep. Very cool. They played in Billings, Montana. Yep, Very, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Do I want to end the quiz? Yes. Does it give me a leaderboard? Here we go. Dan gets third. Dan gets Hayden. Hayden Peter. Man. He I told you the it. Vegas odds. I, I could have. Hey, while you have that leaderboard up, uh, Dan, Hayden, and Kieran, if you three will DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever, uh, a good mailing address. Don't know if we've revealed these yet, but Nick, will you Ooh, enlarge my screen real good quick? Good point. Good point. AKA, stop sharing my screen. Um, you should just be able to enlarge me, I think. <laughs> I should be able to what? <laughs> There we go. We've got, oh, I don't know man. if we've debuted these yet, but we've got new uncontested stickers. We got the SGA OKC and the listen to the uncontested with the script. So if you guys will DM me a good mailing address, I will get these in an envelope and get them sent out to you guys for being uh, top three. Love it. Awesome. Take us home, Jacob. Uh, you got to tell us some answers to some of those questions that we didn't talk about. Mm, yes. <laughs> I think the ones that, that was we... fun. Well done, Nick. Again, very well done. I think the ones that you had questions on, let me pull up my notes here. Uh, who had the most blocks between Giddy and Dort? Giddy had 31, Dort had 23. Uh, true shooting between Isaiah Joe and J-Dub. Isaiah Joe was 62.6. J-Dub was 60.1. Oh. There was one that was like a put them in order question that we didn't get the an birthdays. answer to. No, no not, the, not the birthdays. It was another one. That was, let me pull up the old uh, quiz here. What was that question? Um, was it uh, Was it true shooting? No. I think so. No. We just did true shooting. Um one. <laughs> Connor says, no way you could uh, Google any of those answers in time. He tried and was unsuccessful. Um, was it That's who was it the three-point percentage of the four players? Probably. I think so. 
think that was, oh and there was also the stats so yep. j-dub was the 0.5 blocks isaiah joe was the 100 free throw attempts dario Saric was the 39.1 three-point percentage and then ranking who, who the had back, the 100 free throws uh 100 free throws was isaiah joe okay i think i got that one right then okay and then let me pull up thunder stats for last season to give you the three-point percentage um hierarchy the guys we were ranking were jared butler isaiah joe jay will aaron wiggins lindy waters Correct. Uh, the reason i asked this one is because of those guys lindy waters is actually last that's what Ooh. i thought lindy Waters shot 35.6 35.6 percent from three last year jared butler was 50 percent, but he was just seven of 14 um isaiah joe was second among that group at 40.9 jalen williams was 40.7 and bays no bays went in this question bays was 40 on the dot uh, Aaron Wiggins was 37.3. Okay. Yeah, I thought Lindy was oh. the bottom of that one, but you're saying Wiggs was second to last? Yep. In that order? Yep. Okay, I think I put him third or something like that. Um, and I think I put Jay Will number one. Um, mm-hmm. The final 15 games of the season, I guess just kind of... Isaiah uh, Joe was bad. Yeah, it just kind of clouded my view on Isaiah Joe. Yeah, agreed. There were times during last season where Isaiah would shoot and it's just like, the SpongeBob meme. This MFR don't miss. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, if he can, can continue that next fire. season, that's going to be massive. If he can just be forty point nine percent again, from like it, it, it's a fun conversation. Yeah, sure. Took almost four hundred threes last year. Wow, that's a lot. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. Did Lou take more than him though? Um, he's way down here on the percentages. He's 14th in the team. Uh, yes, he took 409. Isaiah Joe took 394. Yep, sounds about right. Sweet. Well, Nick, thank you for running the game. Uh, again, if you are listening to the podcast and you weren't on the live stream tonight, we will have the quiz tweeted out with our our tweet for like the episode. So make sure whenever you get to that ad break, we'll also put it in the in the podcast description for your Apple podcast, your Spotify, whatever. So whenever you get to that ad break, make sure to pause the episode, take the quiz, and then see how you do. You can like fire it up at the same time we fired it up. And so you can Taste play all along the with answers. Us. Yeah. <laughs> and so th- that'd be pretty fun. Um, and then tweet us your scores. We'd love to see how well you did on the quiz. Um, yeah. Good one, Nick. Very I good. always know when I pass the podcast over to Nick, it's in good hands. Once in a blue moon. <laughs> Once in a blue moon. All right. So Nick will have your show for Sunday. <laughs> I'm teasing. No. <laughs> I'm sick. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We appreciate it. We will be back on Sunday talking OKC Thunder schedule because it drops tomorrow, Thursday, in the afternoon. So we'll be breaking down the Thunder schedule the most difficult month, the easiest month, our favorite games, the ones we're looking forward to, the big matchups, how many national broadcasted games they get on TNT and ESPN. We'll have a ton of stuff for you guys on Sunday. So make sure you look over that schedule as well. So if you join the live stream, which you should on YouTube, you can talk to us about your favorite games. We'll read off some of the best comments on Sunday night. You guys have a great end of your week. Stay cool. Enjoy some FIBA exhibition basketball. Again, Shay and Lou play at 2.30 p.m. Central time. Right after Tomorrow on drop. Thursday, schedule Perfect. drops. Shay and Lou play. So, uh, I don't know. Go to the office, act like you're doing work, and pull up the schedule and uh, the Team Canada game and enjoy yourselves. We'll talk to you Sunday. Until then, and as always, thunder up.